Let's welcome everybody to the Coaches in the Mouth pod. Coach Jeff Williams here along with Coach Bray Cook. The mouth is on assignment again. Talk to him today. I think he's down at Warren, headed to Cabot, getting ready for playoffs. I mean, the mouth's fired up. The Hogs won last week in overtime. He's, you know, it's playoff time. And I tell you what, you know, when it gets playoff time, Man, I, you know, it's either get busy living or get busy dying. And, uh, big, week. My, big, big beat. Uh, great show today. We got Coach uh, Matt Zimmerman coming on, talk a little Hogs basketball. Obviously, Coach Fimple with her picks. And we'll bring on the Triple Crown, talk a little bit about uh, NFL and college. Well, let's recap last week, uh, Coach Bray. We were sitting there. Going to Florida, and we, me and you were talking here about this mm-hmm. time last week, thinking how many we were going to score, and we put out the old 17-24. You go back and look. One thing that really stood out, everybody wanted to see the offense. Looks like kind of what we predicted a little bit. They kind of got back to to doing what the, some of the things they did last year as far as RPOs, a lot of tempo. KJ mm-hmm. ran, you know, came out and ran the football well. Had uh, Rocket back also, did a great job of – of getting him him being back was was real solid. Had some great runs defensively. Probably wasn't our best perform, performance, but I can't complain about those guys at all. And it was the first time all year I saw the offense pick up the defense. You know what was your take? I know Coach Pittman was extremely excited after the game. First time ever the Hogs have gone to Florida and won, which that's a big achievement. And man, we still got a lot of ball left to play here. What was your take on on Saturday's game? Well, you know, Brooks Ellis called it uh, last it week on the show. He said, "You got, you want the win. I got that. That's it. You know, go down there, execute, um, and, and do something special. Like you said, never been done before in Gainesville. So uh, that's huge for Coach Pittman. But uh, the the biggest takeaway I think for for Arkansas fans is uh, this offense. Um, you know, they they jumped on board with the coaching change, and to have that big and drastic of a change in the middle of a season." Uh, and then to come out and and win uh, immediately afterwards, I think it's huge. It, it's a huge response by by the offense and by and by the team. Well, it was. You could see the spirit back, and you and it's just funny. And you know, and coaches got to push the right buttons. Coach Pittman did. Mm-hmm. You know, making the change and all that part. You could see a more spirited a group. I thought our offensive line really. You know, I don't know if we simplified things. We're running, you know, counter and and zone, same stuff we've mm-hmm. been running. But it looks like we we really just executed went in and focused on those two things and executed really well uh you've been to florida before and uh, <laughs> you know how tough it is to win down there you not only did we win the uh the game we had to beat the referees also there's some really crazy calls in that game but yeah. uh i i tell you what uh you know let's let's get into they got auburn coming at home they got to feel good about coming off a, a big road victory auburn's a little bit up and down they've you know they early in the year they were really solid defense. You're going to see a great defense offensively. They kind of come on. You know, Hugh Freeze can uh, his bunch has always been able to score points. Hugh Freeze came into Arkansas last year at Liberty and, and beat yeah, Arkansas. Right. What do you What do you want to see? Uh, what do you think you're going to see this Saturday? Well, you know, the first thing I want to see is I want to see the fans. You know, I want to see the fans out there in the stands and and making some noise and helping this team. Uh, win a game at home that feels like a home game, you know. Uh, it's We've been in a little bit of a rut, got a little change of pace, a little bit of tempo here coming at us. So uh, I want to see people show up um, and create a difference in this ball game because there's been ball games that I've been a part of where the stands and the people in the stands do make a difference. And so, uh, you know, offensively, defensively, and as far as the football game goes, 
Uh, I just want to see us build. Uh, you know, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Go out there, buy into what we're doing, um, and uh, give us a little bit of effort. And uh, But I want to see the people show up. I heard Zach Watson, head coach of the Elkins, we had him on earlier this year, and he talked about stacking days. Mm-hmm. You know, stacking days and, and – and, you know, that's kind of what they, you, you know, they had an off week and got two weeks to stack days and going into Auburn. And, man, you know, they still got a chance to, to finish this thing out right. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that's, uh, you know, you're remembered for what you do in November. There's no doubt about that. And, and finishing strong will be real key. Well, let's do this. Let's go ahead and let's change a little bit and we'll get back into football. We're going to go ahead and bring in, uh, bring on Coach Zimmerman. Uh, for the University of Arkansas Razorbacks basketball, talk a little hog basketball. Let's go ahead and bring him on. Our BSN guest, Coach Matt Zimmerman. <laughs> see, good to see you, man. The hogs have been rolling. Got, I got to see them in the against Purdue and then Alcorn yeah. State, man. Let's get into this this thing. We had Coach on earlier, and I, I've talked to Coach a little bit here and there, and you can tell the staff really likes this team. I mean, you, yeah. the, the work ethic, you hear those things and the way they're doing in practice. And I know you go to a lot of practice and everything. What do you see? Let's kind of narrow it down. What do you, and every team, and you, you've been doing this a while, every team the coaches had has been different. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, you can go back when he started here all the way through. Yeah. What do you see early on in this team that's different than those other teams? I think that those other teams have all taken a little bit of time to come together, right? And it's been a lot of different players that haven't played together. And it's still a team sport. You have to mesh. you got to gel together. You have to know where each other's going and how they're getting there and how they're moving and what they like to do. And sometimes that's harder to do when you have younger guys. And we've had some teams that have had some older guys in the past, but this one is a lot of older guys. This is nine guys, Coach Williams, It's that have – they're in their fourth, fifth, or sixth year of college. You got you got 13 on scholarship. And, and nine of those 13 are in their fourth, fifth, or sixth year. That's an old basketball team. And I don't think Coach has got anything against freshmen. He's always going to sign a couple really good freshmen a year, two or three. I think he's always going to try to get a Bobby Portis or a Moses Moody or a Jalen Williams. He's going to take those kind of guys. He's not going to take as many that he thinks he's going to have to really grow and develop and get there over – like you did back in the old days where you'd sign and, you know, you knew that Bray Cook was going to come in, you're going to redshirt him a year, and then you're going to work him. And then his sophomore year, he's going to be playing, you know, his his redshirt sophomore year, he's going to be playing more than his his redshirt junior year and his redshirt senior year. He's key to everything. You know, must must not, not, not quite have the patience to, to stretch it out that quite that long. And so um, – I just think it's a team that has come together pretty quick because they're older, they're experienced. Coach Musselman is really good to me with uh, older guys, guys that are on their last leg, their last chance. And L. Ellis, who last year was on a team at Louisville that went four and twenty-eight, he's a darn good player. They weren't very good. He was about all they had. Now he's got a new lease on life. He's in one of the top programs in the country. It's rejuvenated him, and it's made him a better player. That was the same way with Jalen Tate, or that was the same way with East Tony, and a, and a lot of guys like that that have come in. Trey Wade, they got a new lease, a new opportunity. Stanley Amude, and those guys come in with a new opportunity, and they make the best of it. And so you, you mesh all that. Now, it's hard to mesh all that together, but but he does it seamlessly. He He really does. We've had bumps in the road his first four years in the every once in a while in November. Uh, 
get Jalen Williams that year. They get lost to Hofstra and to OU, and their bumps in the road were in December. The year before that, Jalen and Devo's freshman year, the bumps in the road were in early January, right? So there's been some times, but this one, there may not be too many bumps in the road. They're older, they're experienced, they lean on each other, they seem like they like each other a lot. I was at practice today, and they were they were going very hard, I thought. And you know, you've been in practices, it's not a big scrimmage, it's not, it's not a whole lot of scrimmage, it's not a not a not a as, as you say in football, it, 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 it's not a lot of good on good all the time. You know, you're not going to go to one of his practices and watch an hour and a half of Devo going against L. Ellis in five on five full court. But you see extreme breakdown. You see every little detail covered. You see great drill work. And they'll do some five on five here and there and mix it in. They do a lot of five on GAs and managers where they can really work good on kind of a scout team, a little bit of a, a poor man scout team. And they do a whole lot of work for, with that. And these, he's got about 12 or 13 guys, and they just wear out those GAs. <laughs> they wear them out. To say. And so they build confidence, and they feel good about themselves, and and they can roll. It's, it's really going to be fun to watch this team. Well, and I think I think so. And Coach talked about interchangeable parts when we had him on earlier, you know, being able to put this guy yeah. in and everybody does a little something a little bit different. Talk to us, and I thought was a huge blow last year with Brazil going down, you know, with ACL. And, and after, you know, going into the tournament, we had, you know, holiday tournament there in Maui last year, just blew it up. And, and uh, getting him back, uh, you know, going back to last year, I'm jumping around here, but going back to last year, yeah. once he got hurt, we looked a little lost. What does, I mean, he brings so much to the table as far as, shot blocking as far as being able to stretch defense shoot the three how valuable getting him back and how it is with how is he with this team well it's just like an added bonus it's such a big deal to get him back and you know last year you had to learn to play without him you still make the sweet 16 you know last year's team you could do a study on them and ups and downs and all arounds and life of a team and you know it was such a talented team four guys from that team now in the nba but we finished 10th in a 14-team league and we're so close in a lot of games and lost. And it was frustration for the team. And then all of a sudden you put it together, you beat Kansas, the defending national champ, you make the sweet 16. And all that promise that you knew you had, it finally came to fruition. And it was kind of like how we played in Maui in November was really good. And then how we played in the NCAA tournament in March was really, really good. It was kind of the stuff in the middle that was a mixed bag. And I think with Trevin back and hopefully knock on wood, staying healthy all the way through, that this is a guy that last year was averaging 12 and six. Uh, he was blocking one and a half shots a game. All the intangibles he's, he brings, stretching the floor out, he can pass. He's a, he's a pretty good ball handler. He's an excellent off-the-ball defensive guy, blocking shots, changing shots, altering shots, that – He's going to help this team. That's an NBA player. Oh, that no is an doubt. NBA player on your roster. And so you need him to play. And uh, we need we need a big year out of Trevin. And he's got great guards around him. And he's got some other bigs like Jalen Graham and Makai Mitchell and Chandler Lawson. Those guys are going to help him get through it. And it's so good to have him back. I know Coach Musselman is, is just uh, – Man, to lose him and now to get him back, it's a great thing. Oh, it is, and you could tell when he went out. You know, just a, just a difference and what a difference yeah. maker that guy is. 
Yeah. Well, Coach, uh, Coach Cook here is going to ask you a few, ask you a question. I believe we're going to talk about, you know, we got uh, Gardner, obviously, and we'll get into Gardner way up here in a little bit, but a little yep. bit, we got a you know, big tournament coming up in the Bahamas. Go ahead, Coach, Coach Cook. Coach, uh, obviously, as an insider, uh, and you're around it every single day, and, and you, you see some of the stuff that goes on behind the scenes. I know you do a great job. You, kind of, you cover a lot of it on, on your podcast. Um, mm-hmm. One question I have is Coach Musselman seems to do an incredible job with his pregame speeches. And, mm-hmm. and you know, all I see is some outlandish, you know, clips on Twitter, and, and there's, yeah. there seems to be uh, gimmicks involved. What is it about his pregame speeches you think that, that works so well to get these guys uh, playing like they do? He has a really good staff behind him, and those guys do a good job of whether it's Ruda or Caleb Klein, or of course the assistant coaches, Coach Smart and 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 his son Michael. Those are good guys as far as thinking through things, having a plan. And then he listens to them, and they will sit down and in their meetings they formulate what what's going to be our theme. What are we going to do to get these guys' attention? He's so adamant about not being the same old, same old, I'm going to talk to them today the same I talked to them yesterday. And it's, it, it's always something behind it. There's always reasoning behind it. And even like at the beginning of practice when they go watch film, I like to, I'm not in there every day, but when I'm there, I like it because every day is like a different theme. And he's going to get them over there on the TV on the side of the court. And he's going to, at first, there'll be something, you're like, what are we, what are we doing? What are we talking about? Where's he going with this? And he'll tie it all into something. It goes back to the old days of football teams watching, you know, lions and tigers eat their, you know, prey and all that stuff. It, he has a lot of different ideas, and I think he gets a lot of that from the staff. It's a, it, a lot of it's marketing. A lot of it is uh, things they feel like are going to motivate these players. One thing he ties a lot to, he does this in June, he does it in July, he does it in January, he does it in February. When he's talking to our guys – especially on the practice floor, when he brings them in together and he's talking to them. This might be during practice. This might be at the end of practice. It might be over by the by the TV. And when he starts practice, he's talking to them. He talks to them like young men, and he talks to them. He ties a lot to the NBA, and he really does. And so, like, I know, you know, I, I worked for Coach Anderson for 17 years. I'd worked for Nolan Richardson. And they would always be like, we want you to make the NBA, but we don't know if you're going to make it. We're not in, we're not NBA coaches. We want you to get there. It was a different approach. And so we didn't spend as much time talking NBA, 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 because we we weren't sure that, you know, that Ricky Scott or Mardragas Wade or BJ Young or or Kai Madden or Landis Harris, if they were going to make the NBA. And, and so we had to be cognizant of that. And, and his is, I'm going to do, if you listen, if you'll do what I say, and if you will pay attention, and if you'll work on your game, you will have a chance. You will have an opportunity to play in the NBA. Now, I've never heard him tell a player, you are going to make the NBA. You're going to be there. Don't worry about it. I'm sure he may tell some of them that privately, but he doesn't tell them that in front of the team, but he he preaches that. He preaches that if you do this, and you do it right, and you do it well, and you continue to work, and you live in this gym, and you stay in this gym, and you stay in it more than you think you've ever stayed, that you have that opportunity to go play in the NBA. And then he puts it together by saying, if you try to do it on your own, if you try to do it without the team, you're you're not going to make it. And we're not going to win as much. And the more we win, the more we're successful, the better your opportunity to make it to the NBA. So it is very NBA driven. 
Um, you know, people ask me, is it all NIL driven? No, I don't think so. I mean, obviously, Arkansas basketball has got name, image, and likeness. Absolutely. I would be doing our school a disservice if I said we didn't because, you know, we want kids to have great opportunity when they come here and go to school and be able to make money besides their scholarship and their, their tuition and everything. We want them to be able to make name, image, and likeness money to help them. You got to have players. You got to have great players. And the more name, image, and likeness they can get, the better player you can get. And so I don't hear coach talking name, image, like I hear him talking NBA and team. And he he, I, he spends a lot of time with that. And I think Jalen would tell you that coach, uh, you know, that's kind of what he pushes and it makes those guys motivated that they can make it. Yeah, there, there's no doubt. Let's get into this. And, and that's a great question, but great, but let's get into this. We got, a, a, we got Gardner Ward, Gardner Webb, excuse me, uh, Friday, but yeah. we we got a tournament, and and we have the fortunate it was fortunate enough that we can look ahead and look down the road a little bit. Talk to yeah. us about that 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 Thanksgiving tournament and how how valuable that is. Getting you know going on the road, getting away, and playing tough competition. Talk to us a little bit how that's going to set up for us. Well, it's going to be pretty good. It's kind of like Maui last year where you go and you get three really good games. And last year we got over there, and I think back that the tough, hard-fought game against San Diego State or smacking Louisville, those were fun times. The team kind of bonds together. They're, they're somewhere different than just being in Fayetteville, and they they really can grow from that as a team. And this will be a great opportunity. I've never been to the Bahamas ever, so I don't know much about how the setup of the tournament. But I do know that we play Stanford first. Stanford has been down. Now, they've got a couple talented young kids. Overall, Stanford basketball has been down. And so, uh, but they'll come in. You know, it's going to be smart kids, going to be pretty tough kids. And uh, they're going to come in, and we play them first. We'll leave on a Monday. I think it's the 20th of this month. And we play the 22nd, 23rd, 24th. Uh, hopefully knock off Stanford. And then the second game, you got, you're got you going to play Michigan or Memphis. So either way, you're going to get a second opponent that's uh, – they're both are going to be pretty good. Uh, you know, I don't think either one of them are necessarily better than Arkansas, but Michigan and Memphis will both have good enough players that if we don't play well, they will be able to beat us. So we'll, we'll have to play well. And then, you know, North Carolina's there and Villanova's there. So there's there's pretty good teams. I don't know. You know, Villanova had such a great stretch. and They won those two national championships in three years. And Jay Wright kind of shocked everybody by saying, you know what, it's different. NIL's different. The portal's different. I've won a couple national championships. I'm not that old, but uh, see you later. I'm going to ride off and go sit on a TV set. Not too bad, right? And so he 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 left the game and shocked everybody. One of his assistants has got the job, so they're they're in a different spot. North Carolina's been down the last couple of years, but it's still North Carolina. Uh, Northern Iowa there is there. Texas Tech is there on that other side of the bracket. So uh, it'll be interesting. It'll be four good games, and I think our program is to the point, Coach Williams, that. Uh, you know, coaches trying to go there to win. I know when we came back from Maui, we had beat San Diego State in that third place game. And I was very, very uh, happy that we'd won two out of three games in Maui. I think coach was happy, but not happy because he wasn't the one that won the championship. And Arizona did. And I think that he was like, uh, I, I came over here to win this thing. And so I think he's going to the Bahamas thinking, I, I want, you know, we had a team in our league last year to win it, Tennessee. And so there's been some good, uh, 
been some really good games historically in this tournament in the Bahamas. And so we need to go there and play well. And I, I think that he'll have them ready. We got, we've got these games here at home. We got four games at home before we go Alcorn, who we just beat, as you said, Gardner Webb, we got old dominion and then we got UNC Greensboro. So we should be four. No, um, Every game is different. You got to show up. You got to, but I'm not ever going to sit here and tell you we're going to lose to Greensboro. They might. Yeah, if we play real bad, they can beat us, but we should be 4 0. You go play those three games and then you come home and you, and you got Duke on the second to last day of the month. So it, it's a good, 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 good November for the Hogs. Well, no doubt. And boy, it'd be really cool, you know, if, if, if Memphis, we got to play them the second round, just the history there. You know, you, you're yes. involved in those great games. Yeah. We used to play yeah. them. Coach Richardson was there and, and what yeah. a, what a, coach what a, Richardson, coach, he played me, wanted to play Memphis every year, two sure. or three times a year if he could. Of course, he lived in Memphis recruiting. He just, oh, yeah. He, it was a different era, but he was getting high school kids and he wanted those kids out of Memphis. He always wanted their best players. And so he did everything he could to schedule them. All yeah. The time. Well, hey, I'm sure he went to Hamilton High a few times over. He got a few he pretty good Hamilton players High, over yeah. there, out of there, Don Day and all those guys. Well, let's mm-hmm. get into this. Zay is. Just a few more questions. We'll get you off here. We know you're a busy man. Break down Gardner Webb for us, and what what are you looking for? What's Coach looking for in that game? I mean, obviously we're going to be a, a heavy favorite, but right, what, right. what what is Coach looking for? What are you trying to? What, what do you want to see from the team? Well, we played Gardner Webb. I think it was a 21-22 yep. season. We played him at Bud Walton, and we beat him. I think it was 86-69 to 69 or something like that. It was a game we were up a bunch, and we ended up winning by maybe a little less than 20. But they will they will be a little bit – I would I would think, Coach, they'll be a little bit better than Alcorn. Now, they, their, their guards, kind of looking at them, they're they're probably not as quick. Alcorn had some yeah. quick, yes, sir. tough kids, and uh, a bully, uh, with these guys, Gardner Webb will be a little bit different. Maybe not quite as quick, but they'll be very fundamentally sound guards. They can if they get open, they they're going to shoot it better than Alcorn did. I do think that their issue will be being able to get open shots and being able to score against Arkansas. So that'll be interesting to see. Um, this is a team that comes out of North Carolina. Most of their roster is North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Virginia. That's where their players are from over there. So um, East Coast type team, but not not city kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it'll be really interesting to see on Friday night. This is a big atmosphere for them to come in. And, you know, really, I thought Alcorn did a you know Alcorn's best player didn't play. He wouldn't have they wouldn't have beat us, but he was our pre he was our preseason conference player of the year. And when I found out he wasn't playing, I thought, you know what, we're we're gonna just kill these guys. And they kind of I mean, we game wasn't really yeah. in doubt. It was 10 to 4, it was 20, 20 to 6 or something, but they kind of it never became that 40 point game, or you know, they kind of hang around and for Gardner Webb, I think that. They would just have to really just throw up all kinds of crazy shots to even hang in there. They come out of the Big South Conference, which is a which is a good little basketball league. Um, so it'll be interesting to see kind of how how they how they can do against Arkansas's pressure. I think this is a game that coach is just going to hammer pressure defense and they have might even throw a little press on them and just try to make life miserable. That that defense that the Hogs played against Purdue was so good. Uh, the defense we played against Alcorn was really good as again, but it was probably a little bit lesser than the Purdue. We we locked down Purdue so good. And so uh, it'll be interesting. 
I'm a big believer in. It's taken Coach Muss and them a couple years to fall into this belief, but I've always thought that Friday nights before a football game is really good. You can't do it too early, like in October, because then you got high school football. But now as you get into this part, you know, you got teams in high school that aren't playing anymore. And, and so, you know, you can really get a good crowd on a Friday night before a Razorback football game. Oh, I, I, I think so. Last question here is, which we all know this. I don't think anybody in Arkansas does. You know, if you don't play defense, you ain't going to play for Coach Muss. I mean, that's right. that's number one priority. You know, we've had struggles in the past, sometimes scoring. It looks like we got a couple of guys in here that can close a game for us. Talk talk yeah. to us about a couple of those guys that can come out and, you know, close the, you know, we got the, you know, three minutes to go and we got to, yeah. you know, wind it down and make, make yeah. a good shot and make the right play. Talk to us about a couple of guys you can see doing that this year. There's they're, they're standing in line, like fighting to take that last shot. Tremont Mark wants to take it. The late Reggie Chaney, who played here for two years, I talked to, last time I talked to him before he passed was was about Tremont Mark. And I wanted to hear what he said about Tremont. And he was like, he's a guy, coach. He can shoot. He's tough. He's a good athlete. Got this great mid-range shot. But he'll always want to take the big shot, whether it's end of a shot clock, end of a game. And there we are. We hadn't even made it to the first regular season game. You're down three to Purdue. He comes to rubs off a little screen going left, and he drills a tough three-pointer to tie the game and eventually send it to overtime. And I thought about Reggie Chaney saying that. And L. Ellis, he wants to he wants to take the last shot as well. We've seen Devo take some important last shots. So those three guards will all be willing. And don't forget about Trevin Brazil. Yes, sir. Again, that's an NBA guy sitting there. He's going to want to take some big shots at the at the end of ball games that are important. So I and then if he's got Der- Jeremiah Davenport out there, who hadn't gotten hot yet as I've seen him in practice, coach, he could flat out shoot. And if if Davenport touches that ball at the end of a game, he's going to shoot it. And so there's a lot of guys that are willing, and, and that's important. No one's going to shy away from it. Um, I do like the fact you got guys like Tremont and Devo and L that can all put the ball on the floor and drive it. They don't necessarily just have to shoot a 23-footer to try to win a game. They can go make a play by attacking, and I hadn't even mentioned our leading scorer at the present time, Khalif Battle, who's going by Caliph now, Caliph Battle, and he scored 21 points the other night against Alcorn. He can really heat up in typical coach muscle when he's found the role and where he wants that guy already. Even this isn't no figured out in January or figured out in December. He figured it out October, early November. I want him coming off the bench. He's going to flat outscore this basketball. He is instant offense off the bench. You're going to love battle, coach. I know you've seen him, but I, but our fans are going to love battle. He can really score it. Well, I tell you what, there is all tons of excitement. I mean, you know, at the Purdue game – are you? We've seen that this year. You know, where the exhibition games all. You know, you like we, you know we'd play UCA or something. You know, just yeah. or somebody and and bringing Purdue in. But you know, Tennessee they had a big big exhibition game. Do you think down the road we're going to see more of that? Two big teams. Exhibi- and- yeah. So Coach Muslin were one of the first ones really yeah. to figure it because like, when I was coaching, you had to play a D two, a D three, or an NAI okay. in an exhibition game. And if you wanted to play another D1, you could, but it had to be a closed scrimmage. You had to bring them in, no fans allowed. So if you wanted to play a UCLA or a Notre Dame or a Purdue, you had to bring them in, nobody could watch. And then Arkansas wasn't the first one to do it. Kansas and Missouri did it. They were one of the first ones, and they did it for charity. And the NCAA approved it. And, you know, the NCAA approves a lot more than now than they did when 
Bray Cook was lining up with the Razorbacks. It's just a much more charitable type deal now. They're much more likely to do different things to suit people. And the NCAA started figuring out, hey, this isn't hurting us, and this is helping a lot of very worthwhile causes. So Kansas, Missouri did it, and then it's just been kind of a more and more people have done it. Last year was the first time we did it when we went to Texas. So now you get to play a really good opponent, and you raise money. Now, school can't – we can keep a little small amount for the expenses of running yeah. the game. It's like a benefit game yeah. in high school. And then you, your your other money goes to the charity. And so it's watched pretty good, and it's a great cause. And I think every year now you'll see us doing that. Well, that's awesome. Well, Coach Z, we appreciate you coming on, man. I'll probably maybe see you tomorrow night over there, and yeah. we'll be getting after it. And, man, I yeah. tell you what, the excitement over Hogs basketball – Right now, man, it's up there really high, and we're yeah. looking forward to a great season. We'll have you on, of course, numerous times during the year, and look forward to look forward to watch them on Friday. Appreciate you coming on. No problem, Coach. Anytime you need me, Bray. Good to see you. Yes, sir. Great to see and, you. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. So, look forward to being on with you again. All right, see you, Z. Okay. Well, Bray, I tell you what, Coach Z, you can tell the excitement about yeah. Razorback basketball. You know they, you know. Everybody you talk to, the enthusiasm look about this this basketball team. You you know we had Coach Muss on, and and uh, and uh, you can tell their excitement about it and, the, and about the team. Mm-hmm. I mean, what was your take? Listen to Coach Z. I mean, you know everyone we've talked to, and, and Coach Z included. You know they've we've got the players. Uh, you know he talked about we have the experience and the leadership, uh, and then we have the coaches and we, and we have the fans behind it. So it's almost like we got a really good thing going. And like you said, are, are we going to be able to navigate those speed bumps, and will there be less of them this year? Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Well, let's let's, let's switch our focus here. It's playoff time in high it school is. football, and I love some playoff time. Let's go ahead and bring him on, our BSN guest, Coach Daryl Fimple. Let's bring on our BSN picker of the week again, yeah. Coach Daryl yeah. Fimple. Coach Fimp, I tell you what, I, I'm almost embarrassed. You know, we is went with my heart last week. That's what happened. That's what happens when you go with your heart. Go with your love for teams, like neighborhoods, coaches. I don't know what we were thinking. It was god awful. I mean, I, I mean, we cost people. If there was a betting line, we cost a lot of people money last week. <laughs> no doubt. Well, let's <laughs> let's let's recap. We got through this game on late. Last week was the Arkadelphia Malvern game. And I have no idea. Arkadelphia goes in and wins. Now we got a setup. Looks like yeah. in the second round with Harding County, Harding Academy and Malvern, who played for the state championship last year. I mean, yeah. that would be unbelievable. Yeah, Triple A's happy about that gate. They're happy oh, about oh, that yeah. up early. Yeah. No, yeah. Man. They're going to be oh, happy about cheaper. that. You were at the Bryant Conway game. Break that down a little bit for us. Uh, you know that was a uh, uh, that was a tell of two halves. To tell you the truth, the second half. I mean, the offensive line from Bryant was phenomenal. Uh, they started running the, the football, and and uh, I'm telling you, it was. Uh, you know, they found a mismatch on the outside, started throwing it up in the air, and it got ugly fast. I mean, really, really fast. Yeah, Brian, Brian's got a very good team. Conway will bounce back and make a big, long run. But let's go down to South Arkansas, too. Mineral Gosh, Springs and Murfreesboro. Double overtime. Did you see over? They showed 2,200 tickets 
And if you put the population signs together, it's a perfect 2200. Everybody there uh, was at the Mineral Springs game. Well, everybody. Well, Mineral Springs and Murfreesboro. It's unbelievable. And, you know, I didn't even know, but the, the coach at Murfreesboro, you know, two years ago, they were three and seven. Yeah. I mean, so he's turned that place around, man. He's a UZO. Uh, I wonder how many plays they've got with diamond in it. There's got to be. <laughs> do they run the diamond tee? I mean, he's just got to line up in it every once in a while. Well, no, that was an unbelievable game. And now both of them are tied uh, uh, as the number one scoring defense. Both are giving up six. After the, after the 12-6 overtime. Game. Oh, my yeah. God. It, well, then you got, you know, Greenwood, and, and I watched that one. Was it, you know, he really broke that down and from the sec for the last two minutes of the second quarter to the first minute of the third. That got blown over Greenwood taking care of Little Rock Christian. And you know, and the, uh, Little Rock Christian's coach had you know had a great article about how the importance of athletics. And uh, you know, I'm sure when he went to Greenwood, he's seen the importance that put on <laughs> uh, display there, especially when you score and there's a light show like Alabama. I mean, there's lights blinking left and right. I mean, it's the craziest thing you've ever seen in your life. So I'm sure he got a. Uh, First-hand picture of how important athletics is, especially in in, uh, in in Arkansas. No doubt. Well, let's get into you got some awards and some top fives here this hey, week. I'm telling you what's happened here. The weather has changed, fellas. All right, because last week everybody started doing what? They started toting the mail, baby. I mean, they were bringing it inside the tackles. We had eight, almost twelve kids rush for over 150 yards last week. I mean, from numerous places. I mean, you had uh, uh, Bo Williams at Shiloh went for 167 and three TDs. You had uh, Kay McBride, the, the quarterback from Arkadelphia. He had 154 yards on 12 carries and three TDs, and he did multiple things. Um, Gray O'Man, O'Man, his last name's O'Man, <laughs> from Hot Springs Lakeside had 29 carries for 182 yards and three TDs. I mean, it's just one after the other. Of course, you know, you go into the Bryant game, the – the uh, Martin kid had 18 carries for 192 yards uh, in two TDs. So, I mean, it's unbelievable performances last week. And then you had the, the quarterbacks in, in Arkansas. It's like a video game. The Lindsey kid uh, was 25 of 28, first of all. Uh, 25 of 28. That means he threw three on the ground. Or maybe somebody dropped him. I don't know. <laughs> but that's amazing. 335 yards and seven touchdowns. All right. I mean, go Gophers. I don't even know if the Gophers throw it. I mean, I don't even know if I've watched P.J. Fleck enough to know if they throw it very much, but he's going to change things up there. Kane Archer went over 281 and four TDs. Um, Bryce Perkins from Van Buren uh, threw for almost 400 yards last week, uh, even though I don't like mentioning Van Buren too much. But uh, he did have a heck of a performance. And then you had Carter Nye come back for Bentonville. Uh, you know, he went 22 of 25, three incompletions, 340 yards, and Three TDs, and I guess he just turned around and told that sophomore to hold his helmet when he was done <laughs> throwing <laughs> touchdowns <laughs> because they were on fire. But they had some huge performances last week. You can tell the importance of the games. And, of course, we had our worst picking game, oh. picking week of all time last I mean, week. Every time I'd, I'd pull it up, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, what is going on? You know, this or that. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, and, I, and I kind of went with some upsets, and the only got upset was me. 
I mean, that was about yeah. it. I, yeah, yeah, you did. I went you with did. some upsets. I mean, it, was, and, uh, it was tragic. It was, and, 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 and there was some dirty text. I mean, some nasty text sent out, you know, after some of those games. Yeah, I, I got some slippage, you know. I, mean, uh, I just told them that Mineral Springs was playing the long game. We were just going to try and get opposite Murphy's Pearl. <laughs> we were just going to meet them up later on down the line. Meet that's what up. we were trying to meet them up. Like- Tell you another team that's just destroying folks there at the end of the year after the Ozark is Elkins. Oh, God. yeah. Elite. Well, they man, got they a path. They got a path, man. man. They are rolling up in there. Zach's got them. Zach's got them going. Do, do we have a top yeah. five again this week? Hey, you know my top five this week. You know, because I went big school here. I went to. I got this right here, baby. Harvey Patriots. That's my number one team right there. The Patriots. The Bowden boys have got it figured out. I mean, they're rolling right now. And they got to play Alma Thursday night. And I just asked them to be just, just be nice, because uh, <laughs> uh, I think the speed is unbelievable. Uh, my number two team is Bryant. I think Bryant showed up last week that they're definitely the number yeah. two team. Then I like three. I like Fayetteville. Greenwood's my four. My five is Conway. Uh, so that rounded out my five. My little schools. Hey man, I like the Elkins. I like Elkins a lot. I think Elkins. I think you've got Prescott still down there. I think you've got some top five teams down there in little classifications that we just got to love. Uh, and you're going to talk about playoff time, too. Oh, I mean, those guys are home. T- I mean, if everybody's going to be there. It's going to be awesome. Awesome. Well, let's this, let's get into our picks. I, can't fit. Uh, I, I love it. I mean, that's, that's pretty nice. The Bowling Boys letting you have that. I mean. Yeah, it was nice of them to let me have that. I had to buy them guys in there. Yeah, uh, that 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 is an exquisite helmet right now. Well, they least, uh, and I was probably the I would probably have to line up as like their left tackle maybe because <laughs> they're so fast. Yeah. It's unbelievable. No doubt, no doubt. Well, let's get in here. It's playoff time, and anybody that loves playoff time, it's Coach Williams. I think uh, I just love playoffs. I mean, you 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 get an opportunity, you get one shot. Oh. Every game's loser leave home, it man. Is, hey, man. You know, hey, you got guys with bummed up ankles and bad popped out shoulders, and they're playing for their communities. Hey, this is the real time of the year right here. This is it, man. And I, it, it's exciting. There's nothing better to go warm up when it's dark, already dark outside. You know, it's oh, something special yeah, going it's football. on. Football oh. in the air, man. It's, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. Well, let's get into it. Let's do this one right here and let's discuss this one. Battle of the Ravine. We're a little off high school here. Battle of the Ravine this week. Henderson State going over to Washita. Uh We all know. I've actually been a part of this. And, uh, man, uh, who you liking this one? Well, this one's interesting because it's like a, it always happens. every like There'll be like a run of six wins by somebody, and then there are six wins by somebody else. So it's always the craziest thing in the world. And, of course, everybody in Arkadelphia is there. Do they still walk over? Oh, yeah. Still, oh, yeah. yeah still be the walkover, yeah, right? Yeah, walking. I didn't think you'd have You couldn't get rid of the no. walkover right there. So these guys are walking across the street, for God's sakes. I mean, what a what a, what an unbelievable uh, rivalry we have right here in in the state of Arkansas. That's amazing, and nothing like Division Two football. And then you've got two unbelievable coaches that's done an unbelievable job. But in this game, all right, and with all my picks last week, I think everybody's doubting me right now. But I'm going OBU in this one. I know that hurts your heart, but you never know what happened to our hearts last week. Right. Well, <laughs> and, 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 but I'm going with Washington Babs, Coach Knight. Well, the mouse going with 
the the Tigers. Grandma Nas is going with the Tigers. Please do not take uh, my lifetime pass, but I'm going to have to go with the Tigers also. It man, just kills me. I thought you were going to break down in some some, some uh, old-time glory. Well, you that know. old-time glory. I'm going to have to go with the Tigers because I'm not going with, I'm, you know, I'm not going with my heart. I'm, I'm going to go with yeah, I'm going. Go. I'm going You're to win here heart. this week. Fine. All right. I, good- I think this is the tough, one of the toughest games we've got this week. Mark oh. True, who lost last week in overtime, headed to Hazen, who lost to the Carlisle Bisons. Hazen's defending state champions. I think this game, I have been back and forth, talked to everybody about this game. The mouth is going to take Hazen. Grandma Na is going to take Mark Tree. I'm going to take Mark Tree. I just, uh, on the road, I know, but I, I, I feel like they can get this done. Big upset here. Who you like? Uh, Break it down. Man, what a what a matchup right out the bat right there. That's what happens, though. It's playoff football, buddy. Never know, man. That's why we play 10 games. Uh Mark Tree, 7-2, 5-2 in their league. Uh Hazen's 9-1 and 6-0 and in and their uh, well, they were. Um they've given up 116 points, Hazen has. Uh the funny thing is Mark Tree scored over 400 points yes. this year. The Hazen scored 424 points, so I don't know. This is a this is a weird game. Let me tell you about Hazen too, though. There's a restaurant called Murray's Restaurant. Yes, sir. Oh my God, the oh, best wow. fish fryer in America is right there, man. If you get there early, it opens at five o'clock. I'd swing by there and get me a plate of fish, and I go watch this game. It'd be a phenomenal game to watch. But I'm going to take Hazen at oh, home. We'll go with Hazen. I think Hazen's been in the finals. Uh, they've been through some tough games. Tough game last week. I think they're going to find a way to win this. Uh, and and they're at home. All right, well, let's go. And they're at home. Let's let's go here. We got McGee at Boxside. Boxside's team we hadn't talked a whole lot about, but they've they've continued to win. Uh, They've done a great job over there. Got a great, you know, a, a, a Arkansas Razorback signee playing playing for those guys at Boxite. Uh, the mouth is going to take Boxite. Grandma Nas taking Boxite. Coach Williams is going to take Boxite. Break this one down for me. Well, uh, Marcus Wimberly yes. is the guy that's going to the Razorbacks. Last week he had 10 carries for 134 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Boxite's giving up 25 points a game. Uh, they're scoring over 35 points a game. Uh, they are at home in the old mine shaft. Yes, sir. All right. The old mine shaft. There might be even a, a little spotting of uh, Dan Dawson running around there. Maybe we can reach back into our bag, put our minor helmet on there. You see my minor light? <laughs> my minor light's blinding everybody there. Now put your minor lights on that night. I'm going to take box side over McGee in this one. I think so, too. All right, another interesting matchup. We got – Team out of the Central, 5A Central, and team out of the 5A East. Got Joe T. Robinson at Batesville Southside. Joe T., uh, you know, was a young team, got beat by Mills, got beat by Pine Bluff. Uh, Batesville Southside with a loss to to Valley View a couple weeks ago. I'm going to go with Robinson just because I think they've been there, even though they're young. Uh, Coach Escola's been there, and I'm going to go with Robinson. The mouth is going to go with Batesville Southside, and Grandma Na is going with Batesville Southside also. Break this down. This is a tough one to pick, too. So is Robinson going to Batesville? I believe so. 
Yep, base for I South. I think South. so too. Remember, we're trying to pass that millage down there. Base. That's what we got. That playoff game. We got that playoff game. Now we got playoff people coming in to check it out. I think uh, this game's going to be. Uh, this game's could be a kind of a lower scoring game. I know that's going to kind of surprise some people, but I think this is going to be kind of a tight game right here. Uh, Joe T's coming off of a, you know uh, of a loss. Uh, Batesville, you know they had their stride going, lost a big game there. Uh, kind of clipped them there, but I think that Joe T, uh, going to Batesville, and like I said, they've been through this, you know, it's Batesville's first, you know, kind of trip into this uh, kind of territory. Uh, so I'm going to take Joe T Robinson in this one. Joe T Robinson. All right, here we go. We got Harrison at Lakeside, the next one. Uh, this one here, you know, Harrison's been up here in the West, been pretty, you know, had a pretty good year this year. Uh, had some ups down, hey, lost to Farmington. And they're Shaw. pounding people. But they they're are running the football. Really good. And yeah. then Lakeside like comes up last week with a huge win over the Crosstown rival Hot Springs. They've played yeah. well. They're pretty hot also. Uh, I'm going to go with Harrison. Grandma Na is going with Lakeside. The Mouth is going with Harrison also. Who do you like in this one? Well, you know, Harrison's got a tailback named Brandon uh, Long. He rushed 17 times for 171 yards last week. He was part of our Pony Express team uh, member last week. He had three TDs. He's over 1,800 yards rushing. Wow. Uh, so they're going to give this guy the ball quite a bit. He's over. He's almost 29 TDs on the year, 226 carries. Uh, now, here's the funny thing, though, is Harrison's given up 27 points still in, in all their ball games this year. Uh, last week they won 42 to 20. Lakeside kind of shocked all of us once again. Our guy Hot Springs, we went on the road, I think, and and I don't know what happened there. Uh, but they've got really talented players. Kyler Wolf is wide receiver. He's got 38 catches for 811 yards. Got a really good quarterback, Jacob Hermosillo, which I might be screwing that name up. But he's thrown for over 2,200 yards, 21 TDs. They're getting up 29 points a night, scoring 33 a clip. Um, they had a running back last week that went off on Hot Springs, 29 carries for 183 yards and three touchdowns from Grady O'Man. O'Man is his <laughs> name. Um, they had another guy. This is a great defensive name, too. Max Story. You can't make this stuff up. Lakeside, Hot Springs Lakeside. His parents knew he was going to be able to play football. They named him Max Story. He had four tackles, four pass deflections, and one fumble recovery for Lakeside last week. And I think that was the big thing. Lakeside got some costly, or Hot Springs turned it over, and Lakeside took yeah. advantage of that. Harrison is going to travel. They're used to traveling long distances, and that's going to be huge, playing in the West. But you never know. You know, Jacob Reynolds is down there on that defensive side at Lakeside. I think he's going to come up with some plan. So I'm going to take Hot Springs Lakeside, Lakeside at home. I could see that one going either way. Both of them got very good football teams. Stay and that could be like one turnover. Yeah, one it, turnover there, flips it around, and you know how that happens. Oh, yeah. Momentum. Momentum's hard to get back once you lose. Especially in the playoffs. All right, this is a – the playoffs. Spe- talking about the playoffs. <laughs> This is one I think is very interesting. I've actually talked to both coaches. Fairview at Farmington. Uh, Farmington gets the number one seed out of the West because they upset Shiloh, obviously, and they've done their work. Fairview's been up and down, you know, got beat by Parkview, played them decent for a half the other night, and Nick Vaughn, them got them going on also. And Fairview has traveled to Boonville this, this year. They under, you know, He's prepared them for this moment. Uh, 
the mouth is going to take Fairview. Grandma not is going with Farmington. I'm going to let you break it down, then I'm going to make my pick because I've been back and forth on this one. Well, Fairview is scoring the 30 points a night, giving up 21 points on the night. Got a really good quarterback, the Daryl Atkinson kid. Daryl Atkinson Jr. Uh, all right, he's a second. He's 124 of 205 for 1,900 uh, yards, 18 touchdowns. He's got a big uh, play threat in Trenton Haygood, uh, 39 catches for 727 yards, seven touchdowns. You know, they're one of those teams, too, that uh, they're hard to figure out yeah. because if they don't turn the ball over, they're really, really good. It's the turnovers that, you know, he usually ends up getting them. Uh, Farmington, I don't know. JR's a magician because he's on his, like, fourth quarterback and – and, uh, you know, they, they do such a good job of just plugging people in. Uh, I think playing in that league helps a lot with that uh, because I think that gives them a little bit of time uh, to figure some things out. But, man, I think Fairview's speed and athleticism is going to get them on this one. Uh, so I'm going to take Fairview to travel to Farmington. Yeah, I'm not going to go for my heart because I'm a J.R. Eldridge fan. Uh, but they're going to travel to Farmington and beat Farmington. Hey, so I'm going to take Camden Fairview in this one. The Cardinals. Well, that's Cardinals. My heart. Cardinals versus the Cardinals. I'm going to go with Farmington. And just on the fact, I think J.R. Eldridge will find a way. Uh, you know, he's figured something out. He's figured, right. I mean, uh, be honest with you, I saw him earlier this year. Quarterback goes down. The, oh, well, they, well, their season's messed up. And then, <laughs> boom, they beat Shiloh in their pair. But I'm going to go with J.R. Eldridge in Farmington Cardinals. All right, here we go. Uh, we got the new line offense, Cersei, who got uh, destroyed last week or got beat by uh, uh, West <laughs> Memphis. <laughs> Once again, went to her heart there. Went with her heart on that one. Yeah, yeah, I know. But the Lions are in the playoffs, and they got to travel very far, and they got to go to Greenbrier, who beat Mountain Home last week to get get the number four seat, which was a big challenge. Uh the mouth is going with Greenbrier. Grandma Nile, who loves Zach Clark, is going with the uh, new line offense. I'm going with Greenbrier. Uh, I think Coach Tribble, Tribble, him. I think you're jumping off the uh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's all about your heart this week. All about your heart. All about your heart. There was no hesitation. Yeah, I'm going yeah. Greenbrier in this one. Going to go with Greenbrier, who's five and five, four and four in the league play. They finished. Cersei was six and four and five. No, yeah. Cersei was six and four and five and four in the conference. Uh, Cersei scoring 38, giving up 34. Um, led in tackles by a guy named Lewis Garcia. Cersei has over 100 tackles this year. Tyler Strickland's kind of the uh, ace in the hole for yeah. Cersei, the quarterback. He makes a lot of things happen. He's uh, very involved in the run game. They had a running back last week, you know, Ricky Love, that, that made some plays. He's over 1,000 yards rushing for. Uh, Cersei too. So they're doing both. They're pretty balanced that way. They're just having a hard time getting people off the field. Uh, Greenbrier got a wide receiver, Miles Miller, 66 catches over a thousand yards and 12 touchdowns. You know, it's one of these things that this game is a great playoff game. Yes, it is. It could go either way. Somebody's going to look like a, a pro picking this one. Uh, I'm going to take. I'm going to take the Cersei oh, Lions okay. once again now to travel up there and try to beat Greenbrier. I think they're going to beat Greenbrier. This is going to be another close game, though. Oh, I very, very close game. It's going to come down to turnovers, whether who can take care of the uh, the, the football the best. Uh, but I'm going to take the Cersei Lions in this one. 
That's anyway, really the last three games. Which you, you, every one of them we talked about, it's going to get down to turnovers or making a oh, play. Gosh, I mean, yeah. it, these are Split back. Playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> We're in the playoffs, baby. All right. Here we Split go. Up. We got uh, a five seed out of the West, Mountain Home, headed to Catholic. Catholic with a huge win last week. I mean, Man. against Marion, break that down. Had all the injuries, got some back. And, and John Fogelman finds a way every year to to have a good season, and he's a great playoff coach too. Mountain home, yeah, hey, that's that's the key right there. You got to find the playoff. Coach. You're looking for the because you know, they're coaching for free this week. The <laughs> contracts are over. That's man. right. This is just this is on this is on the house. These guys are putting in you know 17 hour days getting ready for Friday night. Completely free. That stopping is not not no, covering what's happening no, this week. No, not covering. So everybody, uh, everybody cast. in Arkansas, you need to know that if your team is in the playoffs, before you get mad at the coach this week or make yeah, a, yeah. that guy work for yeah. free all week, basically he's working for free. Yeah, the staffs working. They, they've been working for free for a while. That staff has. Yeah, there's no <laughs> doubt, no doubt. The mouth likes Catholic. I like Catholic, and Grandma Na likes Catholic. Uh, I think this is going to be a good game. Mountain Home's a very physical football team that can run the ball, but got to go to War Memorial Stadium. Catholic always plays very, very well at home, and Coach Fogelman's a great coach. Mountain Home's very well coached also. Who would break this one down? Uh, both both teams are a lot alike. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're you know mirror images a lot of ways. Uh, personnel-wise, the same thing. They like to do the same thing, too. Um, Catholic likes to control the clock. They like to run it. You know, they'll go over the top every once in a while. They got a defensive end named Jackson Hatchet that's got 12 sacks on the year. So they can get after the quarterback a little bit. Uh, Chris Hubbard's probably the running back from Mountain Home that they, they would yes. want to talk about. He had 31 carries last week for 139 yards and a touchdown. So they like to keep it in his, his, his hands. He actually went over, he's got 1,100 yards on the year. Uh, Cade Yates is their uh, the quarterback. Uh, he's over 2,000 yards passing this year. And they've got a wide receiver. They gotta love this guy. This is another parent that thought, "Hey, my kid's gonna play football." His name's Jet. You gotta like Jet. Yeah. Right? Jet's got fifty-three catches, eight hundred eighty-four yards, seven touchdowns. They've also got a defensive end named Robert Dover. Yeah, uh, Dover that has eight sacks on the year, so they can get after the quarterback too. So this is going to be at War Memorial, where everybody's trying to play to get to anyway. I mean, Catholics got the advantage of them part of you both. They get to play their own games there every week, so that's pretty awesome. But I'm going to take Catholic in this one. I'm going to believe in Coach Ogerman to pull them through on the playoff victory right here, and I'm going to take Little Rock Catholic. And John Fogelman's a tough out, man, in playoffs. He, yeah. I've, I've coached against him many times. He's, he's a very, very tough out. All right, this is an interesting game. We were talking about this team earlier a couple weeks ago. Maybe three seed hosting a playoff game. We lost a couple. Struggled a little bit against Springdale last week. Uh, Southside headed over to God's Country over at Jonesboro. I mean, you're going from one end of the state to the other. Uh, Jonesboro, you've actually seen Jonesboro live. Uh, yeah. The mouth is taking. Probably seen them play their best game. Yeah, you did. That. There's Fort Lurock. Yeah. yeah. They played really well. Yeah. I, mean, I couldn't say you, uh, you know, had got there. But, you know, they've gotten the 500 on the year, uh, four and three in our conference play. Uh, Southside, like I said, man, I don't know. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Uh, weird. Weird. 
Go ahead with your pick. All right, we got uh, the mouse taking Southside. Grandma Nah is taking Southside. Coach Williams is going to take Southside also. I think there's two physical up front. They are that. They are very physical up front. Last week, they won 49-42 over Springdale. Amari Tucker went over 1,600 yards uh, rushing. He's got over almost 20 TDs. Uh, they're scoring 42 points tonight, giving up 34. Uh, Jonesboro is scoring 26 and giving up 25 a night. Uh, Chris Stacy's their wide receiver at Jonesboro. has got 52 catches, over 900 yards, and 13 touchdowns. Uh, Mackenzie Pickett. Uh, Pickett's charge from Jonesboro. He's got 181 uh, carries, over a thousand yards, and 10 touchdowns on the year. So they're pretty explosive in the in the uh, in the uh, running game too, as well as the throwing game. But I think Southside can score bunches of points. Sometimes I think they score too fast though, <laughs> which gets them in trouble. I think that what is the the uh, the problem. And once again, can we play a couple of these tailbacks at corner? Everyone's gonna just stick them in there. I don't know. A two way player in seven eight. I don't know if that happens or not. But I'm gonna take Fort Smith Southside to travel on the road uh, and beat Jonesboro. Well, and I think Southside for interesting interesting oh. second round game. Oh yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. Very interesting second round game if this uh this, 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 this play happens, this plays sure. out, uh, no doubt. Last game, close to your heart, the North Little Rock charging Wildcats headed over to Rogers. Uh Rogers uh you know has had a great yeah. great year. They've had a great year. And Harbison. Yeah. Harbison. Oh man, does a phenomenal job. Phenomenal job. Hey, this guy's literally taking, you know, when he got there, he literally started like I mean, it was like 18 sophomores yeah. or something. I mean, so they literally got in the playoffs a couple times. I remember I'm playing Conway and going to the game and thinking, this looks like a junior high team. Well, those kids have grown up. So now Rodgers is something to mess with. And you can tell, once again, um, I mean, they have they have heavily got involved in athletics and spent a lot of money. And, and uh, that place is on the rise, if you ask me. Uh, but they it all starts with their quarterback, Dane Williams. Dane Williams has thrown for almost 2,200 yards and 26 touchdowns on the year. He has a wideout, Jeff Regan. He's got 44 catches over 700 yards and eight touchdowns. They are scoring 42 points a night, which North Little Rock is not scoring 42 points a night. <laughs> and they're only giving up 19 Rodgerses. They've been in some shootouts. Right now, North Little Rock's struggling to score on the offensive side. Uh, you know, uh, Cabot held them to 14 last week. Uh, they, they're only scoring 22 points a night, but they're giving up 31 because their defense has just been on the field way too long. Uh, so this is going to be a hard, hard trip for the Wildcats. I'm going to have to take Rodgers at home uh, in this one. Well, I'd, I'm man, there's some even games in this one. Could go either way, and then next week's going to be even crazier. I mean, you got a lot of rematches and things. Oh, my gosh. Man. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, well, It'd be really crazy. Well, I'm gonna get you off here. What what what's your plans here Friday? I mean, I know you're 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 creeping up on that basketball Friday, season. All that. I, you know, I don't know where I'm gonna head out to Friday. I might just pop into something. Then and, and uh, I know I'm not gonna travel to Rogers. Uh, and I'm not gonna make that trip. <laughs> Probably gonna stay off that trip. I might shoot over Thursday night and watch the Lama party just for the home sake. Maybe film the crowd. Uh, what's her reaction the, the question is uh, but that, that might be something we look into the question is will you have the letterman's jacket on ladies and gentlemen oh god yeah oh we're gonna have the letterman's jacket war memorial oh, yeah you gotta have that around here somewhere. oh yes. man they're, 
Yeah, yeah you make, no you make sure. I might, even, I might even put the old bull, the, the old bull horn oh. and call a plate. I might check, check, <laughs> six two, six two, red checky. I might even, I mean, call something for Rusty. Maybe give him something. Well, you, Maybe steal some signals like Michigan on board. Well, you got to do one uh, thing. Yeah. You got to do one thing. Put the jacket on, walk down the sideline, start talking trash to the boating boys. I did. That would be easily done. But Bobby always kind of scares me. His intensity yeah. kind of He's kind of a big guy. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he can catch me. But, yeah, his intensity <laughs> kind of scares me a little bit. Well, good deal, man. Appreciate you coming on, man. We'll be checking your work. Hey, we will. we've only had one bad week. One bad There's week. There's no all year. way we could have another worse Good week. Good lord, that, that was a really bad week. Yeah, I've, I mean, really bad week. But we're back. We moved on. It's playoffs. Time, what was I think? You go with your heart, man. Don't, don't go with don't, your don't heart. Go, don't go with your heart. By the by, in the end of the day, of this, we've got through the regular season. We're playoffs. Everybody's zero and zero. Here we go. Playoffs, baby. Playoffs, man. Playoffs. Playoffs. See you next week, Daryl. See you, buddy. Man, I tell you what, that guy, man, there's some tough, tough games this week. I mean, just evenly matched, you know, turnover here or there can be a big difference in, in, in a team advancing and moving on. Well, let's go ahead and do this, Bray. Let's go ahead and bring on Mr. Triple Crown. If we missed him last week, let's go ahead and bring him on, uh, Derek, and, and talk a little NFL and a little, little uh, college football. Derek, first of all, happy 40th birthday, man. Where else would you rather spend than with me and you <laughs> sitting here talking a little ball, man? Hey, hey, man. If you had a big day. It is. It's been a big day. It's my 40th birthday, and uh, I guess that's what you get for it being we're doing this early. It's on, on a Wednesday night, yeah. you know, so it's a good thing. Um, but my wife's in there bathing the kids, and so I'd rather be talking to you than bathing the kids. Well, I understand. So. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, that's right. Working for yourself right there. I like it. Working for yourself right there. <laughs> that's well, right, man. Well, let's get into it. You know, the college football standings have come out, and I'm sitting there looking at different things, and looks like a lot of people could stamp e- each other out on the way to the, uh, to the, the college football playoffs. What do you yeah. like this week? I mean, boy, Oregon's been rolling, uh, Big time coach ultimate. It, it, they took care of a cow last week. Big, big win for those guys. The hogs won last week. Everybody's extremely excited about that. What do we got? What's the big games here in college football? So, you know, there's some really good games this week. As you go and look, I mean, a lot of ranked teams, um, playing each other. Um, as I look at it, um, I, I've got, I'm going to play five games this weekend. Ooh, all right. Um, and the five games I'm going to play, um, starting with Alabama at Kentucky. So Alabama's given nine, uh, nine and a half, actually. It's, it's moving around. Uh, watching Alabama play last week, I thought that they looked pretty good. I think they finally are settling into Milrow at quarterback, and I think that they're uh, finally f- figuring out how to use his strengths and how to use him and get people open. And um, they literally are just really running the ball really well with him. And if he gets in trouble, he'll, he's like a linebacker back there. So I like Alabama, uh, straight up money line in that game. Well, and I, uh, I'm with you on Alabama. It's run the ball, run him, throw it deep, play defense. They've won for <laughs> years doing that. It ain't real hard. And I tell you what, consistent, you start looking at them, 
Man, they're playing. They're playing pretty good. Yeah. Them in Georgia, hey, 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 be pretty good. They're they're picking up. They're picking it up, right? Yeah, sure. They're picking it up a lot. And um, at that one game that we bet on, I bet on them earlier in the year. I can't remember who they played. It was like South Alabama or somebody like that. But but uh, it was the game they played three quarterbacks, yeah. and they didn't they didn't even play Milrow because they were trying to figure out if he was even the guy. Yeah. And after watching that game, I was like, I just got duped, right? Because they Saban was just seeing if there was somebody else, and yeah. there wasn't. And so I think they finally figured that out. And so I like Alabama uh, money line. Um, next game I like is um, I'm on them. I like Washington uh, at home against Utah, and I'm going to give less than a touchdown. The line there is 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 14, but I'm going to give minus six and a half. At that, it's minus 177 odds. It's pretty good. Um, you know, Washington, we played Washington, USC. Um, Washington and USC were in a track meet just like Washington and Oregon. Uh, but I said this with Oregon versus Utah. I think Washington and Oregon are very close in, in teams. And obviously, their games that they had showed that. But with Washington, um, I don't think Utah can score with them. I yeah. really don't. And no. so when it comes down to it, um, I know Washington's quarterback's been back the last four. I mean, sorry, Utah's quarterback has been back the last four weeks. But I think Penix Jr. is your husband. I, that's that's what I think personally. Um, and especially they're sitting at number five. And so they're in a situation where they can't mess up, right? They're waiting on somebody to lose this week uh, or the next next couple weeks. And um, I think that I think they'll get it done. I think they'll cover by a touchdown. So minus six and a half Washington. Next game I got, um, it's another highly ranked game. It's um, Michigan at Penn State. Now, this is going to be a good game. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to stay within a touchdown, and therefore I'm going to go take Penn State plus 10.5. I think, and that's going to give me a touchdown and a, and a, and a field goal cushion on top of that. Uh, Penn State's got a heck of a defense. We saw it against Ohio State. Ohio State, I think, the, the difference maker whenever Penn State played Ohio State was Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah. I mean, he was – I mean, you, you could see the NFL player on the field, and it was him. Um, I think if Penn State's quarterback is getting a little bit better every week. Um, and if you go look at Michigan's schedule, you know, they got all this stuff going on with the uh, scouting and all that stuff. But I really – they haven't played anybody. Nope. Like nobody. Uh, so this is going to be their first game that they really play. So they got Penn State, then they've got somebody in the middle, and then they followed up with Ohio State on the last game of the year. And so, they're, I mean, this is all kind of rolling together why I'm picking Washington too because I think Washington has the – they're going to win it out. And then Penn State or Michigan State, one of them could essentially knock each other uh, – sorry, uh, Michigan or if Michigan and Ohio State, one of them will knock each other out. Yep. Um, if Penn State don't do it before then. So I think Michigan's got their hands full and they've had a lot of distractions. Um, next game I got is another ranked team, top 10 game, which is Ole Miss at Georgia. And Man. Georgia, I, I like Georgia. I like Georgia a lot, right? And that's why I'm taking Ole Miss plus 14 and a half, <laughs> right? Because I, th- I know Ole Miss can so- score. I like the quarterback, the dark guy. Uh I love the running back that they have there, uh, Judkins. He's a he's an animal. So I, I do think that Ole Miss is going to score. And I have a feeling that Georgia is going to do similar to what they did against Auburn 
um, where they literally were losing a half, 14 to six. They were kind of flat when they came out. Um, I'm not saying that, that, that Ole Miss is going to beat Georgia, but that's why I'm taking 14 and a half points. Um, you get really good odds at 14 and a half points. Um, the line, I think, is uh, is like it's, it's closer to nine or ten, but I want to bump it up to where it's got to be a three-score game to to essentially uh, to lose that game. And that's a tough one to take, but I but I think that's the right way to do it for the odds and the money. Um, the the last game I'm going to take is uh, Texas at TCU. Surprisingly, um, and I'm taking money line on this game. I just don't think Texas will lose their number seven at TCU. TCU. I mean, hell, Colorado beat TCU. Yeah. Um, I just, I just think that they will win this game. I'm not, I'm not going to uh, give a touchdown like the line is, but I'm going to take money line. You take those five games. So recapping: Texas money line, Ole Miss plus fourteen and a half, Penn State plus ten and a half, Washington minus six and a half, and Alabama money line, and it is uh, essentially uh, five and a half to one. To, to one right and so you bet 100 you win 650 and um so that's what i like on the on the college day do you disagree with any of them well yeah. I, t- I tell you the one that, that worries me and i know tcu is not very good but t- texas is is just i mean every week i mean it's been you oh. know they're like they're, they're they're being texas if that makes sense you know uh they're 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 winning but they scare me a little bit uh the rest of them, I, I think you're on. I think Washington takes care of Utah. Uh, Alabama's there. I, you know, Penn State and Michigan. Michigan hadn't played anybody. Everybody's crowned them. We'll see all that deal. But I, I think you're right on. And, I, you know, Georgia's coming off a big, big win over Missouri. So, you know, that was right. a back and forth last week. And Ole Miss has been playing well. But with a 14-and-a-half, I think you're in good shape. Yeah, I do too. So, and you're right, Texas. This is kind of TCU's only thing to play yeah. for is the upset Texas. But we'll see. I'm, that, that's what I'm rolling with. Uh, as we go to NFL, so sorry, I'm doing this on my phone. Um, as we go to NFL, um, here's what I've gotten. So, NFL, remember they're always one score games. Oh yeah, most part, right. Sometimes they're one point games, and so you know you're going to hear me say plus one a lot in this little in this little string. But that's because I've been beat by a one point a lot and one point will cause a push in some of these matters. And so uh, taking six games on um, Sunday. Um, so with that, I'm going to take the first game is the Colts at the Patriots. Patriots look awful. Oh. I mean, I know- <laughs> oh. I mean, hey, their offense, man, I, I'd rather go out and kick rocks and watch that. I, you know, Mac Jones and they, they got receivers out there about like me I mean, yeah. it's, I mean, it's really, just tough to watch. Best receivers hurt. The best receivers out, Kendrick Bourne. Yeah. I mean, Hunter is their best receiver. And, I mean, I like Hunter Henry. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, he's ha- as a tight end, he's happened to be the best receiver. Oh, he is. Got a touchdown last week, I believe. Yeah, exactly. And um, I like seeing that. Um, but, you know, we should, they should have a little bit more talent than that. But, anyway, I've taken Indianapolis uh, Colts at the Patriots plus one. The line's only minus one and a half. Really? But I'm going to take plus one, and you get really good odds there. Um, next game is the Browns at the Ravens. Ravens, I think, are Ooh. finally getting in the groove. I think they found their uh, you know, their, their offense with their new offense coordinator. They're finally starting to get all their playmakers involved. Uh, the running backs are running the ball good, Gus Edwards. Now, Cleveland's got incredible defense. Yes, sir. But I really think that Cleveland's going to have a hard time scoring – 
um, as well. They're um, Watson is. Yeah, we don't know about that guy. What's the deal with that guy? I mean, uh, you know, it's a shoulder deal, and and I actually spoke to Todd Munkin, the offense coordinator for the Ravens this week, and you know, yeah. just I got to watch him, and and we were talking. He he feels like Lamar's making a lot of progression and where they're at, and and he was talking about how he's come in there. You know, they were such a run heavy order, and he's spreading out and doing some things. And Todd yeah. Todd's been around and NFL, and you know. Coordinators was at Georgia last year, and he feels right. really good about the, you know, their progress where they're at. I mean, you know, the Raven. I mean, the Ravens have been into in a, in a situation where they have had no weapons. Yeah, Lamar literally. You go back and look, and I'm sitting there, and you try to name his receivers. He's had. Yeah, they're like, I don't mean to say trash, but you know, they just aren't very good receivers. They're like third and fourth strings on other teams, and this year, I think they finally are bringing in some talent around him. I love the rookie uh, Zay uh, Flowers. Um, I love uh, uh, Odell. I mean, he's Odell, right? But I think he brings something to the to the table that they haven't had. And um, I hate that they lost J.K. Dobbins really yeah. early, the the Ohio State running back, because I think he's an incredible talent. But Gus Edwards is obviously the bus is, is filling it up. He's getting two touchdowns every week. So I think that uh, I think the Ravens will uh, will take that. And that's uh, so it's Ravens plus one there. Um, next game we've got. Uh, Houston, this is a tough game, but I like it. Houston, Texas at the at the Bengals, and I'm taking the Bengals plus one. That line's really short; it's only like three, um, but I'm going to take it plus one. I'm buying it to plus one with the Bengals, and I just think Burroughs he looked a lot boy, better. He's this hot, week. boy. He's he back. is. He is hot. And he's healthy and hot, yeah. and you can see it how that's going. But the Texans. Man, they've done a phenomenal job. If you'd have told me they were having a season they're having, I told you you're crazy. They've Little done, draft. man. And I didn't see that him coming out in the draft. I, to be honest with all of them, you know, I and he has been accurate. And I mean, he looks like a veteran out there. Well, and they have the, they have that other little rookie that's it. I think he, I don't know if he's undrafted or not, but Tank Dell. Yeah, I mean that he's been he's been killing it. Um, you know they uh, they they got their running back back. Uh, Pierce, he's healthy. Uh, they went and got Singletary. Uh, the, I mean they got a, that Nico Collins. That dude's an animal. Yeah. And all they got to do is throw it his direction. He go up and get it. So I think they're setting up for success. I just think that I think the Bengals are in a, in a must win situation because of their start. So I'll, I'm going to take the Bengals at home. Um, next game are the Saints at Minnesota Vikings. I'm taking the Saints plus one. They're in a must win situation. I mean, so are the Vikings, but the Vikings. Oh, I mean, I Josh mean, Dobbs. But my gosh, I mean, there. If and I've been watching football for fifty years. Okay, they're over <laughs> taking snaps and it, just to get used to his cadence. The guys walked into, the, and you know, he's extremely intelligent and just yeah. be able to pick that up and. and you know, run around, make some plays, and and the poor kid, you got to look at him. You know, he's playing his butt off at the Cardinals, and they just trade him off, get rid of him. You know, because don't, they don't want to win. You know, they right. they're, they're trying to get a quarterback draft pick, send him off to Minnesota. Hey, bud, come on in, and win the game for us. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, and I, I mean, he and he did play really well. If you go back and look at the games at the uh, uh, that he played with the Cardinals, he played really well in every game. Well, he actually, he was actually. Hell, he beat the Cowboys. Yeah, I, I witnessed that. Giants down twenty-eight nothing. Yeah, I, I witnessed that Cowboys expedition. I, I mean, <laughs> uh, 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 that that 
Yeah, uh, well, I'll let that go. I've tried to block that. It was, out. it was terrible. But my thing is, my point with taking the Saints, the Saints have their own problem with Derek Carr. They really do. But I think with Alvin Kamara and Thomas and Olave and uh, and Taysom Hill, hell, they use the hell out of him. He's like a tight end oh, quarterback, yeah. all that stuff. They might as well put him a linebacker too. But point being is, they have a really good defense. And I think that the Saints defense will just get the better of uh, Dobbs and, and Minnesota this week. So Saints plus one. Next game were your Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys ha- at home versus the Giants. I mean, I don't even know who the Giants quarterback is now. I think it's uh, – uh, <laughs> I forgot his name. But um, I can't even remember his name. It's, but, it's you know, the old boy. He's from Virginia Tech, I think. And I yeah, might be but, way uh, off. Yeah, it, it's, it's escaping me at the moment. But, um, but Cowboys are also need to win bad. So I'm, <laughs> I'm giving uh, minus – four with the Cowboys um, to bring the odds in our favor Um, because I expect that to be at least a touchdown game. If it's not, Cowboys got bigger problems again. Um, And then the last game is Monday night game. I'm taking the Bills plus one at home against the Broncos. It's not costing you that much to to move it. And so you can can take those six games. So Colts plus one. Ravens plus one, Bengals plus one, Saints plus one, Cowboys minus four, Bills plus one, and you get eight to one odds. Wow. And so it's really pretty good. Um, so 100 to win 900. I've already got my bets in. If you want to get really – I'll just tell you the math. If you want to get really um, uh, crazy, take that, parlay it with the the uh, the college games I gave you. And it will pay you uh, forty-five to one. Good gracious, a lot. Yep. So we're going to sweep it one of these weekends. It might be my birthday weekend. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Feeling hot. Feeling lucky, man. Feeling lucky. Feeling lucky, baby. Exactly. <laughs> I'm feeling lucky and everything. Well, well, before I get you out of here, talk to me. Uh, Oakland's about to open up here in a couple of weeks. Oh man, yeah, we're ready. We're ready. Um, we're making us. Uh, we're making a few tweaks to our um, to our tip sheet at Oakland this year. I'm the only one out of the uh, six to seven tip sheets that sell at the track. Right. Um, I'm the only one that does the uh, the ad sports to their tip yeah. sheet, and I just do a small parlay on there. I'm expanding that a little bit. We're going to do uh, some a few little different things, parlay of the days and stuff like that on on the race days. Um, um, and that will be whether it's college basketball. It'll be ba- it will. I mean, it will roll into baseball season. It will hit every every season there is. Um, and so, but with that, um, we'll have that that starting the first weekend of December. Um, if you're down there, it's the hot pink sheet called Triple Crown. Um, that's our brand, um, and we're really excited about it this year. Um, with the help of you guys, we've had a lot more people. I've had a lot more people on uh, on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, reach out to me, and so I'm I'm starting to do more uh, with the TikTok. Not charging anything on that. It's just more or less just getting the words out, getting people to follow, and and really hopefully I'm helping y'all show and getting people to to come on and sh- and follow y'all show as well. Well, it's a hot segment. I can tell you that. I get I get text messages about them all the time. Well, well, well good man. That's that's why I love Triple Crown picking this week. I tell them to watch the show, man. I don't know. Everything. Well, that's it. And hey, whenever we get in horse racing season, so here's the way horse racing season is. I'm not going to sit here and hit the way horses is. You don't hit, yeah. you know, nine and nine, right? This not doesn't the way it's not the way it works. And so what I'll do on horse racing, I'll give you a best bet. 
and uh and i may give you like an exacto of the of the of the day or something like that and so we will do that as we get into horse racing season and then if anybody has any questions about how to bet other stuff like you know and, and they reach out to you i can always go into detail and explain some of that but um I'm excited about horse racing season. So Oakland, you know, if you haven't been to Oakland, go to Oakland. It is one of the funnest things to do with your uh, with your um, significant other. Uh, so so please go down there and buy the pink sheet, man. Well, find the pink sheet. Tell everybody where they can find you also on TikTok and all that. Yep, TikTok and Instagram. Uh, just look up Triple Crown. Right, you type in Triple Crown and it will and uh, I'll pop up. Um, where it's brand new. So, you know, just getting the followers going, but, um, really appreciate all the support. And, uh, if you go on there, like, and follow, and that just gets it out to more people. Well, good deal. Well, Derek, I'll get you off here, man. Make sure you get his picks. Make sure you know, Oakland's right around the corner. Find the pink sheet and follow him on social media and we'll get going. We'll be checking your work as we check everybody's work here every week, every week. All right. Well, Sounds man, good. Well, good to see you. See you next week, buddy. All right, see you. Bye. Man, what a great show, man. We had Coach Z on. Coach Fimple got playoff time. What a wonderful time he here. You know, it's right around Thanksgiving. We got football going on, basketball starting up. Man, if you're a sports fan, it's a it's a great time of year. Well, tell everybody, man, our our subscribes and likes are jumping like crazy. Uh Bray, talk to us. We're 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 be able to find us well you know you're right our, our subscriptions have, have jumped up which is huge uh allows us to keep on doing this thing uh on youtube that's where we're uh, where we're pushing the most followers at is uh coaches in the mouth pod um just give it a search you'll be able to find us uh, you can also find us on x uh, you know we're going to do all of our episodes on x as well uh which is coaches pod is our twitter handle of course tiktok instagram all that stuff uh, we're there too but youtube's the big one uh, and you're right. We're starting. We're starting to get a little momentum. Well, you got a lot of momentum, man. What a great show! Look forward to next week. Got second week playoff games. Maybe talk to Coach Z again a little bit about Razorback basketball and uh, have some other guests on. Hey, from Coach Jeff Williams, Coach Bray Cook. Hopefully, the mouth will be back in yes. studio. We'll see you next week and have a wonderful evening.